Hello, my dears. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com, back again with Chronic Wellness. Thank you for joining me. I am going to tell you about my weekend. So my wife and I had a chance to jump in our camper van this weekend and head down about an hour and a half south to Roseburg, where we went camping on the beautiful Umpqua River. And we went camping with a group of people who I don't know especially well. They are friends sort of on the periphery of our friendship circle and they are a beautiful group of people and they know my wife through her work. They are a team who plays um, in my wife's adult recreational sports leagues. So they play kickball and dodgeball and other fun sports games and they are a very active group. And by virtue of the fact that they know my wife, they know that I have chronic illness and disabilities, but they don't know me in a granular way. They don't know the ways in which my impact, my, my disabilities and my illnesses and my conditions <laughs> impact me on a very sort of frontline lived experience kind of way and and the way that that plays out is right it's sort of a frontline sort of opportunity for me to practice things that I don't practice on a regular basis anymore I am I am not around people very often thing one Thing too, when I am around people, they are usually people that are very close in. They're people who know me intimately and know me very well. And while I don't expect that any of our people, even my wife, even people, you know, it, very close in our lives, don't know what it's like to be inside these bodies, they certainly, you know, the people very close to me, maybe very close to you perhaps, know the effects, know what it looks like when I'm getting tired, know to ask, hey, is this too much? Or can you do that yourself? Or would you like some help? And these weren't even necessarily people who knew that. So I had opportunities to disclose, to say, no, I can't. <laughs> and times that I fell short of that, right? Um, I also found that um, I tripped into old habits, old parts of my personality that are very people-pleasing in terms of I kind of go into a performance uh, part of my personality that is kind of kill them with kindness or be super entertaining and engaging since you can't all the other things, right? Um, and that didn't feel so good. That, that didn't feel like love me for who I am or for being really authentically seen. It was all me, not anybody else. That was 100% my doing, um, but just old tapes that came up. There was also this very surprising thing that happened just a day or two before we got there. Our fire danger is so high that uh, they determined that we couldn't have campfires. To a person, the people we were camping with were so bummed and disappointed, and understandably so. I mean, our 
our species are wired to connect around campfires. <laughs> I mean, I think um, fire is such a primal sort of urge and so many people expected they would be cooking uh, in the coals on the fire and didn't necessarily bring as many cook stoves as would have been convenient and, and also just were so disappointed to not have the fire to gather around to have be the evening place where they told stories and when i heard there wasn't going to get to be a fire <laughs> i had a different reaction because with my lungs so compromised at this point i can't be around smoke at all and so as soon as the campfire portion of the evening begins I start by moving my chair just way back from everybody else. But as soon as the smoke kind of take hold, takes hold and starts to blow in all the different directions and I've moved my chair three different times to avoid the smoke, I'm done for the night. I get up and I go to bed and it's so disconnecting to not get to participate in what is otherwise a sedentary activity. <laughs> and by virtue of there not being a campfire at night, I could hang out more. I could sit around. You know, the first night we had a lantern and one member of our party was so completely undone by the fact that, that a lantern was not good enough that he went down to the Home Depot in the nearest town and <laughs> bought a propane fire pit, which was allowed because it didn't spit little pops and crackles and embers from campfire fire and so he got us a fire pit that we could then gather around for the next two nights and I was secretly overjoyed because I could gather around that fire pit it doesn't produce smoke and therefore it's not a challenge to my lungs to be sitting there by that fire and so one of those disconnecting moments where everybody is feeling one thing bummed about campfire and I am feeling secretly celebratory about the fact that there's no campfire and it meant I got to participate differently so continually you know in group out group seeing myself and the way that I engaged and the times that it felt authentic and the times that it didn't and watching myself in my experience in relation to other people, you know, the whole like, but you don't look sick and sure. And I work hard at that <laughs> and it doesn't always serve when, when people don't see the truth of my experience and how do I make that known? How do I advocate for myself? When do I choose to do that and when do I not? No easy answers, just complexity and questions, folks. That's all I'm bringing to you today. <laughs> so I am grateful that I got a chance to go. I am exhausted from, from having gone. I will spend much of this week in recovery, but grateful that I didn't overdo it to such an extreme that I couldn't record today. That's not nothing. And um, I wonder where the summer has blown you and whether it is all pain and relapse or if there have been 
spend some moments outside or on a patio or a garden or tasting the bounty of um, summer harvests or fruits, uh, whatever your world is bringing you. I hope that you are finding moments of delight or joy till we're together again. Be well.